Welcome to the resource room. I'm Amanda, the blogger and TPTer behind the Primary Gal. As a special education teacher, you are always supporting others, students, parents, general education teachers. But who is supporting you? That's where this podcast comes in. It's my mission to give you the help and support that you need. I'll be sharing my tips, tricks, research-based strategies, and professional development. I'm here to help you grow and learn as a resource room teacher. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Resource Room Podcast, where today we will be talking about yet another routine that I have so that I can make sure that my job is a little less stressful and all of the things are getting done. As you know, everything revolves around the students and my time in front of them. That is the number one priority. And one way that I show that, one way that I make sure that happens is to make my copies all in advance. Literally 10 weeks or more sometimes at a time are ready to go. That way, no matter what happens, I am ready for my small groups. I'm going to first start with kind of the um, least intense to the most intense. So the first thing that is quick and easy for me is copying spelling homework. To be honest, I am not a lover of homework in general. However, I do feel like if you're going to give homework, it should at least be on their level, practical, worthwhile, meaningful, all of those things. So if my gen ed teachers that I'm working with, if they give homework, I volunteer to supply that homework for my students. That way it's at least meaningful for them. It's at least words that they can decode or vowel teams or, you know, beginning blends that they're targeting, that they're working on so that it's worth their time. When I first started teaching at the school that I'm at right now, many teachers in one particular grade level all gave homework. And so I was trying to copy it kind of like day by day, or if I was really on top of it week by week. And every day, it never failed, I was scrambling right before dismissal to try to get that homework. Or that morning, I was trying to copy it so that I could give it to everybody, and then I would forget to give it to one group, but remember to give it to another group, and oh, it was terrible. So what I started doing then is, again, when I'm feeling stressed, I step back and be like, okay, There has to be a better way with this. Why are you making yourself nuts over this? Let's make it easier. And so at that time I decided, all right, instead of just doing a week or a day at a time, I need to do like a big mama batch of this. So I went to the Dollar Tree and they had these really cute and obviously $1 at that time, um, $1 magazine files. So I bought four of those because at that time there were four different groups doing four different levels of spelling, working on different decoding skills and such. Then I went to the copier with my homework sheets that are in my spelling intervention and I copied like at that time I did just a few weeks, four or five weeks and it was magical. After I copied them, I went back to my room and would assemble them per teacher. So then it would be like, okay, here is the, you know, the students for teacher A. Here are the students' homework for teacher B, for teacher C, D, and so on. So then every Friday when I was passing out all of those reading, math, and spelling tests, then I could just be like, okay, teacher A, here's your homework. 
Teacher B, here's your kids' homework, specifically for their students in their classroom. So when that went well, I was like, okay, I'm on to something here. Now, instead of doing just four or five weeks, what if I do like 10-week chunks or six-week chunks, whatever? Maybe you want to go from the beginning of the year to fall break, from fall break to winter break, winter break to spring break, you know, whatever works for you and your school and the materials that you have available, you do you, whatever works. But get all those copies done and then it's just there. I will often use little bits of time. Okay, this past week, perfect example. All of my fourth grade students, which is the only grade level that I'm servicing right now, all of my fourth grade students went to watch a program that the third graders were doing, like it was their dress rehearsal. So all my fourth graders are unavailable to me because they're watching this program. That gives me 30, 45 minutes to go get some stuff done. So I can go to the copier and get all those copies done for those 10 weeks or 15 weeks or whatever you want. Get them all done right then. You're not missing a group. You're not wasting your prep time. You are getting ahead like a lot in that 30 or 45 minute chunk of time. Maybe it's not even 30 minutes. Maybe it's 10 or 15 here or there. You can get a lot done if you know what you're doing for spelling and you print it off and go to the copier or you, you know, you get it done. Now I am a bit of a control freak. Um, that is an understatement, honestly. But if you are less of a control freak or trying not to be so much of a control freak, this could also be something that you ask a paraprofessional, an IA, a parent volunteer, any of those people that you might have available to you every now and again, maybe that's something that they work on. This week is spelling, this week's reading, this week's math, whatever it is, you can use them to make some of these copies for you. And not just for a small chunk of time, think big. I also make all of my reading intervention booklets and all of my math intervention booklets all in 10 week chunks. So what I do is I try and I can do this fairly quickly, but I will come with one of my reading binders and make all the copies for 10 weeks of one color. And then maybe the next little pocket of time I have, I'll take the next level and make all the copies for that particular level. And the next one, and the next one, however many different groups I have or different levels I am utilizing, I'll do all of those at once. The same for math, I'll take one math binder, go make 10 weeks, the next math binder, make 10 weeks. All of those things can be done in big batches and then you don't have to think about copies literally for 10 weeks. Now moving on to the thing that is a little more intense for me and maybe this is different for you. Maybe you already have some things already prepped, but for me, especially this year, just coming to fourth grade was a little more intense. But now that I've done it, it's honestly ready for years to come and will no longer be a really intense task for me. I like to prep all of my reading and math tests in advance. My reading tests, I do six weeks at a time, which we are currently using Wonders. That's really only about three reading tests. I like to get those all done in advance. That way they're just there. As I've mentioned many times, we all know that some teachers in one grade level are all in the same story. Others are a week ahead. 
no big deal because you already have all the copies made for the next several weeks. So if somebody does get a little bit ahead, it's not even gonna be a problem for you because you already have the copies there. For math, this year we have um, Ready Math, and again, I'm new to fourth grade. And a new feature with Ready Math is that they have editable documents, so you can take that math test and edit it so that you can maybe add some visuals, or for me, a lot of what I've been doing is just taking out all the words. My students really struggle to fill in all of those words, where maybe I could take the same question and turn it into multiple choice to fill in those words. Um, or maybe in something that is like one big mama problem and I can split it up into like a part A, then use your answer from part A for part B. That took a little bit of time, but now it's already done. So next year, all I have to do is make copies of those tests. If there was something that mm, maybe I could have accommodated it a little better or a little differently or a little less, I can still make adjustments to it, but the bulk of the work has already been done. And for those, because there are units in that, which you could totally do it by unit, but I, they're like lesson one, two, three, four. So I just like to do lesson one through 10, 11 through 20, 21 through 30. I think it was really like 36 or something like that to end out the year. So with that, they're already made. The copies are already there. And the nice part about it being digital is that I can just, it's a two-sided document. So from my computer, I can just say file, print straight to the copier, print 20 copies of it, front to back, and done. It's all there. It's quick and easy. And it's been very, very nice to have ahead of time. My fourth grade teachers this year do not take a test every Friday. They kind of take them just as they finish a, a lesson. So sometimes we might take a test on a Tuesday. Sometimes we might be taking a test on a Thursday. Sometimes it might actually be on a Friday. But it's nice having them all copied that it doesn't matter what day of the week they decide to give that test, I'm ready. Sometimes even they'll be like, hey, I'm gonna push back that test. I just don't think we're ready for a quiz that's fine, I'm, I'm ready, it doesn't matter. You could tell me you wanna take it three days early and I'm ready. So that part is nice. For the most part, all of my teachers for math are on the same lesson, maybe give or take a day if they push it forward or backward, but overall they're on the same page. But if ever I'm with a grade level that is not all on the same page, it's no big deal. I just, whenever I do know I still have a class or classes to still take a reading or a math test, I just put it back in the stack so that I can pull it right out whenever that classroom is ready to take that test. One thing that I really, really do wanna stress is that I do not make all these copies in advance all in the same week. So I might do like my reading and math books in the same week, but that's it. I'm not also trying to cram spelling. I'm not also trying to cram my reading test or my math test all in that same week for making copies. Maybe if that's all I did, maybe I could swing it. But oftentimes it's like, okay, I'm ready for math. Let me go make these 10 weeks of math. And then two weeks later, okay, maybe it's time for reading. Let me go make six weeks of reading. Oop, I'm almost out of reading books. I better go get started on those. It's not something that I am doing like one week cranking out all these copies. As I'm recording this, it's March. And so a couple of months ago, we had an e-learning day and they've changed the requirements of an e-learning day in our district 
So if you are going to stay at home, you have to fill out a log of what you're doing all day long. But if you go in the building, you don't have to do that. So on one of our e-learning days, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go in the building and I'm going to hog those copiers all day long. And I got really, really far ahead on one of those e-learning days. I've done the same thing with teacher days. Maybe it's at the beginning of the first semester or when you come back from winter break, some of those kinds of things are also the perfect time to make all these copies and then you're just ready. Maybe it's a Tuesday that you had a few conferences to schedule, but you didn't have a lot of things that were pressing, so you did opt to make copies. But that's what I do and it really, really keeps my stress level down because I know my time in front of students I'm ready for it. Next week, we will be talking about progress monitoring, which I know is something that really, really stresses people out. And I think oftentimes it is stressful because we don't have a routine. So I can't wait to talk to you all about progress monitoring next week. Well, my friend, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to the Resource Room Podcast. I truly, truly love to help and support other special ed teachers. Because of that, I run a Facebook group just for us. Search the resource room and request to join. You can also check out my website, theprimarygal.com, for blog posts, pictures, and more information. Until next time, have a great week.